said to you, and like, Sheldon, stop it. <laughs> Are you trying to make me cry? Yeah. Like, stop right. focusing yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And we want to say thanks for joining us today and, and listening in. Today we want to talk about focus and really more specifically have us all asking ourselves this question. Where is my focus? Because what we're finding is really whatever we focus on, that seems to be what we're finding. And so <laughs> are we finding the right things in our lives and our relationships? If we focus on the negative... We find the negative side of things and, and, and the negative side of the situations. If we focus on the positive, we have also found that that's what we are finding. And so that's what we want to unpack a little bit today with everyone and share from our life, share from our marriage. But before we get into that, we had another one of those funny moments <laughs> that I think we will be laughing about for a very long time. Yeah. And like for once... And not to say it's at your expense, but it's not at my expense. <laughs> like, it wasn't me. Like, I'm just like, I didn't do it. <laughs> Anyways, what, what are you share? What yeah. we're talking about. Okay, so our, our daughter was working at camp for two weeks. Yeah. And we went to pick her up. But we decided, you know what? Let's go in the morning. First thing, we'll take the day off. And we'll spend the day at the beach. We'll go for a hike because there's right. hiking trails. It's a beautiful day. And then we'll go pick her up at 6 o'clock. Yeah when she was done and so that's what we did and it was awesome we laid in the sun we went for a swim i had then, a nap on the like i've never yeah nap i haven't on had the a beach. nap in a long time so it was awesome <laughs> we went for a hike we did yeah and we picked some Saskatoon berries yeah. and ate them as yeah. we were walking. Potentially thought we had stepped in poison ivy. Well, and that's, yeah, well, all of a sudden it we're dawned like, on me that this particular um, campsite is known for having a lot of poison it's ivy. Like and we had kind of walked into a little bit of brush getting the Saskatoon berries. There were so many in there. We there had was, to get in there. And then it dawned on me, I'm like, oh, we weren't even looking to make sure it wasn't poison ivy. So it's like that's why there are so many berries still left in there. <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, anyways, we finish our walk. We go back to the beach. We have another swim. I think we even got ice cream. We did. And as we were eating our ice cream, I was like, "Man, I'm itchy. I'm kind of itchy all over. Why am yeah. I itchy?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my, maybe it was poison ivy, but I didn't think I touched my arms with it. No, no, it just would have been our legs." Or and you went further than I did, so I'm, I wasn't itchy. Yeah, and so I'm like, oh no, I think I got poison ivy. <laughs> and so then the night goes on uh, a little bit longer, and I realize I have Benadryl in yeah. my purse. Right. And so I'm like, oh, if this is poison ivy, I want to get on it and take some Benadryl right away. So I took a full 50 milligrams, which is like your max dose for Benadryl because I didn't want to break out in hives. Right. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. The side effect of Benadryl <laughs> is that it can make you quite sleepy. Yeah. Good thing you weren't driving, that I was the one driving. And so we go, we pick up our daughter and we were also giving a friend a ride home. It's like a yeah. two hour drive from the camp to Regina. When we get into the car, we visit and hear about their time at camp and stuff and I'm feeling more and more drowsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And I'm like, I can't even keep my eyes open. And so you said, why don't you just go to sleep? So I got this. Go to sleep. So I did. I put my head against my uh, backrest and I fell asleep. You were out cold. (laughs) And... You know when you're sleeping, but you're you have that dream that you need to talk, and so then I started talking in the dream, but then it, well, it wasn't just the dream. <laughs> in my dream, I was trying to talk, but my tongue wouldn't work, and so it was like kind of like muffled, yeah. and yeah, yeah. and I think I even said my tongue's not working. <laughs> yeah, after you had already spoken. <laughs> out loud you think you're speaking in your like only in your dream yeah but, oh no turns out it wasn't i was speaking out loud and so i wake up enough and my daughter is killing herself laughing in the back seat and you're laughing oh yes yeah. and like what are you talking yeah. about and then i woke up enough to realize i was yeah Talking in my sleep and very droggy and yeah. turns out it wasn't poison ivy. No, no. I I got in a sunburn and mm-hmm. I never sunburn. And so I was not yeah. used to the itching that a sunburn can yeah. cause. For years, what have you been telling me to put on every day? Uh, sunscreen. Bef- before I go to, yeah, yeah, ever for years. Sheldon put on sunscreen. Oh, because you always burn. I do always burn. <laughs> I do, but now welcome to the club. I didn't I guess think I it was say. that sunny, and I didn't put on sunscreen. That sunny, we were on the beach the whole day. <laughs> Usually, I'm fine. I don't burn. That's fair. But anyways, fair. that was our little moment, oh my and goodness. it gave us a pretty good laugh. Of <laughs> my tongue's not working, yeah. but it was slurred. I can't even like replicate oh, it. It was so <laughs> no, you could not replicate it. This this was unbelievable. My because... tongue felt like it was stuck to the like roof of my mouth, and I was trying to move it, and it wouldn't. Yeah. Cool. Operate. Well, the thing is, is Sophia and I are having a conversation together, and then you just, it seemed like, wanted to join the conversation, but I started to talking, and, we're, and then both Sophia and I are like, what are you saying? And then you're like, I wasn't talking. <laughs> we're like, yes, you were. I was in denial. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh, we, we laughed for quite a long time. Yeah. And then, I think in the end, once it all calmed down, you went back to sleep. Again, and you're out. Probably. I was so droggy. Uh, <laughs> I'm the it, it was so good. It was so good. All right. Let's uh, let's jump in. Where is our focus? Actually, before jumping in, moral of the story, sunscreen. Yeah. You know, e- even if you're prone to not burning, it might be something yeah. to continue to apply. Yeah. Lesson learned. And be cautious with the Benadryl. And be ca- <laughs> there it is. And be cautious with the Benadryl. That's right. But hey, let's jump in. Uh, let's start talking about where is our focus? And as we said in the intro, we really want our listeners and even ourselves to be asking ourselves that question of where is my focus? And we want to share some stories that have really happened in our life recently that really, depending on where we placed our focus, we really had, I don't know if we have different approaches or different attitudes or it, it carried different meaning. What's the right word here? Or I think it, it really us affected how we felt about the situation right. and how we handled it and viewed it. It just impacted everything. It 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 colored 
the situation either in a positive light or a very negative light. Yeah. A year ago, we dropped Mm -hmm. our daughter off at university. First time dropping one of our kids off away from home. She's 26 hours away from home going to university. Yeah, in a different country. In a different country. (laughs) And we drop her off and we're driving home. And, you know, we're, we're contemplating about the li- about like life situation and how our family has changed. Or maybe I'm contemplating You were talking ex- externally well, processing. I'm an external <laughs> processor. And so you're processing life internally about what's happening. And I external process. Like I have to speak it and that helps me. But the thing is, I keep saying like, I, I go, ah, oh, there's going to be an empty chair at our kitchen table now for a year. And, <laughs> Oh, every time I walk by the her bedroom, it's going to be empty. And, and I'm saying all these things that are going to be missing. I know. And, and I had cried, you know, not too much, but I had cried a you little did. bit here and there and yeah. saying goodbye and getting her set up in her dorm and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you just kept on talking about like how this empty chair and this empty room and all this stuff, it's making me cry again. And I, I said to you, I'm like, Sheldon, stop it. <laughs> Are you trying to make me cry? Yeah. Like, stop focusing right. yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. It's- Which I was just like, what? What were you talking about? Like, I wasn't trying to upset anybody. I was externally processing, and that's just where my That's brain, where your focus that's was. That's where I was focusing in those moments, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I said, let's not focus on that. Let's focus yeah. on the amazing opportunity it is for our daughter. Right. Let's focus on the fact that as parents, we wanted to raise kids who were eager and competent and um, willing to just go out where mm-hmm. God was calling them and and do those things, yeah. to be brave and courageous and all those things. Let's focus on that, <laughs> not how we're going to miss her because we want to be happy for her. Right. It, which in turn I said, oh, wow, that is a better place to focus <laughs> and I should focus on that. But it was interesting even... When we got home and people were asking us, like, how is it? How's it going without your daughter home? How's your family adjusting? And that little conversation we had in the car was really impactful to be able to share with people of saying, if we focused on the empty chair, if we focused on the empty bedroom, there was sadness and there was just discomfort. The and like, loss. L- like loss. you feel like there's a, there's a loss there. Yeah. But if we focus on those things that you just shared about the adventure and about following God's will or, or God's calling in her life and, and where God's leading her and, and, and focused on what's next stage of her life and be excited for her as she's growing up, then there was excitement yeah. and there was like this we want to cheer her on and we want to get behind that. And that, so it really depended on which one we focus on, but that conversation really helped later on because I was even able to draw on it and say, (laughs) well, actually this is what happened. And and so yeah, where was our focus? Again, there's an example, negative or positive, same situation. But when we focus on the positive, we could sure handle that situation a lot better. And there wasn't a loss to focus on. No, it it just feels that way mm-hmm. when you focus on the empty chair in the empty room yeah, and yeah. you know all those Look at that. things you can say it now and you, well, yes. you didn't cry like, yeah we're, we're making progress oh yeah we, we have made a lot of progress <laughs> yeah 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 hey recently we had another thing take place where it would really be where we focus on and speaking of crying i'll just throw it out there i cried on this one <laughs> I, I cried dropping our daughter off at, at university just so everybody knows uh, i did cry when we dropped her off and and things like that but anyways let's move on to the next part of 
our lives where really depending on where we put our focus on was depending on how we handled this situation. And this situation was uh, just recently we sold our boat. And it's That's been a right. lot of fun, uh, brought a lot of great memories to our family, mm-hmm. and it was sad to see it go. It was sad to see it go, but we're at a different stage of life, mm-hmm. right? We we had tons of great family time on the boat, yeah. but our family has changed. Yeah. Our kids are busy working and uh, at their jobs and working at camp and doing so many other things that the last two years... We've hardly gotten to use it. Yeah, I think a handful of times yeah. in two years. It became a really, as I call it, expensive driveway ornament. Yeah, and so <laughs> we started thinking, you know what? Like, this just doesn't fit our lives anymore. Yeah. Or our family goals yes. that we were after. Yeah, because we want to do things together that everybody can enjoy and have a good time. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. And so then we came to the point where we said, you know what, this this just isn't the right thing for us. We need to sell it and move on to the next adventure. Mm-hmm. But it was hard for you and I because we we love being on the boat. We love yeah. surfing. We love being on the water. Oh, and, so much and all so. the memories that mm-hmm. are tied to that time mm-hmm. of being on the water. Again, depending where we focused, if we focused on this feels like a loss this Mm -hmm. feels like we're giving something up then it feels very sad Mm -hmm. whereas if we focus on you know what this is a new chapter it's Mm -hmm. the next great adventure what's it going to be let's dream together and plan together as a family about what that can be in a way that everybody can have fun and enjoy and and take part and so it was another one of those things and it's amazing the difference that we personally felt Mm -hmm. depending where we focused. Right. Yeah. And I think one of the things that really helped us in this was focusing on what is our family goals? What are we trying to accomplish? And one of our family goals is doing things together. And we weren't doing that with the boat because Kieran wasn't really his thing. He, He would always stay home. It was when he was younger, but then as he got older, he just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, and our, as you said, our two daughters are working, and so it's it's something you and I are doing and enjoying, but then it's just you and I doing that. And yeah. w- one of our family goals while our kids are still home is to be able to really be connecting as a family. And so when we focused on, well, what's our family goal, and is this helping us accomplish it, we were really both able to say, like, no, it's not. Yeah. But, you know, selling it... Though we had great memories, selling it will help us to accomplish our goals. And that really helped me, especially as we got closer and closer to the time where it was being purchased. Uh, I did sit it in, in the morning and I did share some tears in there. Uh, <laughs> but I, I literally, I sat in it and I was just like, oh, we had this conversation and oh, I remember this time and this happening. And then the next day after when you and I were talking about it, I realized, I wasn't crying because we were selling the boat. I was having like a moment of all the memories. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. I can have those memories because the memories are with the people, not with the thing. With the boat is what we're saying, right? And so the memories are the people. Well, I still have the people to make more (laughs) memories with, right? But that was really something I, for me, that really helped me process through this because we did really love our time on the boat and I loved having it and 
all the things that came with it. Yeah. But I realized, no, what I love is connecting as a family and our family dynamics changed, which means we have to change with it. And so if I focus on the change and I focus on our family goals and I focus on the next adventure, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I am really excited for the next season for our family. If I focus on <laughs> that loss and, and I feel like we lost something, yeah. then I'm sad and I grieve and I'm like, ah. Yeah. So anyways, that's something that I really process was it's the people. Yeah. And I still have the people. So let's <laughs> hang out and, and create those those memories. And anyway, so yeah. th- that's a real recent example. Again, where is our focus yeah. uh, on moving forward? Another one that I want to share would be, so I moved every three years of my life. I'm not sure if our listeners know. In your that, growing up years. Yeah, yeah. In my growing up years, my parents, uh, with their job, we moved every three years of our life. And I remember this one move from Victoria, BC to Regina, where I live now. And I remember that one, though other moves affected me, I I really remember that one really affecting me. We moved in, I was in grade eight going into grade nine, and I really focused on what I was losing when we left Victoria. I focused on that so much so that it really robbed me of any joy and any availability to move forward and to look forward to the next adventure there was just it was it was just pain it was just grieving it was just loss it was poor sheldon poor me i can't believe we're doing this Uh, and i would say you know I, i lost myself for a few years of like really i just remember that moment being really pivotal in my life where i just said i'm not gonna let anybody in because I'm going to have to say goodbye to you eventually. And that really then hurt me moving into my adult years and and keeping people at bay and keeping people at guard. And it really, I mean, even early on affected our marriage Mm -hmm. about because I would keep you at kind of that arm's length away. So again, where was my focus? And because I focused on such of the negative move and I really allowed that to really influence my life. So what would have helped you in that Mm. situation? My focus, I think, of what we've been sharing this whole <laughs> podcast, not to like kind of beat the nail on the head again or, or kind of keep bringing it up, but I, I really think my focus, two things comes to mind when you ask me that question, is my focus. I really think if I would have focused on the positive, focus on the adventure that's coming ahead, focus on the excitement of what a new town brings and a new city brings and all those things, I think that would have helped. I think the other thing that really would have helped was if I invited people into my pain. If I would have actually expressed it to my parents or if I would have expressed it. I mean, eventually I met people mm-hmm. when, I, when I moved to Regina. It's always so hard when you move, not from just a, a different city, but you move a whole province over and, and all those things. So I think one thing, two things that would have helped me was really focusing on the positives of what this could be. And, and that. And then secondly, was inviting people in in the, in the processing and maybe it was even naming the fact that I was grieving that move and, yeah. and that one really hurt. And I don't really understand what's going on and why we always had to keep moving. And I had a lot of close friends and now I had to say goodbye to them. And then when I started to kind of hold people at bay, it probably would have been, not probably, it would have totally been beneficial to invite my parents in to mm-hmm. that journey and say that I'm really hurting that I've noticed I'm pushing people away. Can you help me process this? I tried processing it all internally. I tried just stuffing it down and it was just like, Kate, 
I will keep people away. I will make sure I don't get hurt again, yeah. which was backwards because it just hurt me anyways because I yeah. pushed people away, right? Like that didn't work. And so I think really that focus and inviting people into the journey would have been unbelievable, would have made a world of difference yeah. through this move. But, but I'll tell you, that is one, you know, there's like those moments in life where you're like, that was a really life changing or, or that was a, a life shaping experience yeah. or a a stone where I'm like, wow, that really affected my life. That would be one that I would always kind of, that's always that stone that's in my life that I'm like, that one really affected. Significant. Yeah, a significant piece of my life. And going back, if I could do it again, I would focus on the positive, but I would have invited somebody into the journey. It would have been my parents at that time. I mean, I'm grade grade eight going into grade nine. I don't know anybody in yeah. the new city we're moving into. So I really would have invited my parents and tried to express what was happening. Yeah. And I think that's a key thing to just kind of like highlight in this talk on where is our focus. We're not saying sweep things under the rug. We're not saying mm. deny the reality of the situation, right. right? Sometimes there's sin we need to deal with. And we've talked about that lots on the podcast. Sometimes right. There is um, a grieving process that we, we need to go through those steps. We need to allow ourselves to come face to face with what it is we're going through, but then not stay there, mm. right? We, we need to, to name it, to acknowledge it, to say this is real and it's okay mm-hmm. to be hurting. It's okay to be sad, but now how do, I, how do I take the next step forward? How do I move on from here instead of sitting here yeah. in this muck yeah. for an extended period of time, yeah. right? That's when it becomes really unhealthy. Yeah, and right. so... And who do I invite in? Yeah. I really think it's beneficial to invite people in into that journey. Yeah. And here's one of the reasons why is that they're not as emotionally attached, right? Like they're not as emotionally charged into that situation. So they may see things a little differently or come at it with a different angle to help you process it. I love what you're saying. I would just also add the invite people in on that journey too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, I just want to make that clear that we're not saying to stick your head in the sandbox yeah, and pretend work. that everything's fine when it's <laughs> not fine. fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember my saying, yeah. it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. That's stop. Deal with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, all this reminds me of the story. There's a story in the Bible. It is, there's a lot of amazing stories in the Bible. Yeah. This one, though, whenever I talk about it, this one always, I have to say, I always say it's my favorite. I always feel bad saying like, this is my favorite because there's so many amazing stories in the Bible. But this one is way, 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 way up there on the top (laughs) of the list uh, with it. And that's Peter walking on water. Like actually getting out of the boat when Jesus says, hey, uh, come. And Peter's like, well, that's you, Lord. Tell me to come. And, And Jesus says, come. And so then Peter gets out of the boat and he walks on water, which okay, blows my mind, like that he actually walks on water. And as he's doing this, he's able to walk on in the water while he has his focus on Jesus. But then he turns and looks at the waves that are crashing because there's a storm happening as he's doing this. And he looks at the waves 
And what happens? He starts to sink. And then Jesus is there and reaches out to save him and pull him out of those waves and things like that. And what I love about this whole story, there's many things that I love about the story, but it really drives home that point of where's our focus. Yeah. In all of these examples that we've given, and there's more in our lives, and I'm sure it's safe to say that there's situations in our listeners' lives where where's our focus and when we focus on jesus the storms and the waves and the and the hard things and the different things that are happening we're able to handle them a lot better whereas when we turn in away and turn our focus away from jesus and this is my life i've found this in my life when i turn and focus away from jesus life is just a lot harder life doesn't make as much sense e- even see even when i go through hard things and my focus is on jesus though it's still hard I can get through it. I I know there's hope on the other side. I know that there is, that I'm focused on Jesus. But that we can trust him, right? Because that's what we're saying. We're not saying just like, just only like look at Jesus. We're saying, Mm. do we trust him? Do we believe that he's good and that he's faithful and that he loves us and that he is a just God Mm. and that he's merciful and full of grace Mm -hmm. and that he has really good plans for us? Do, do we trust all those things? Mm-hmm. And so even in the hard situations, are we able to say, God, I don't understand why I'm going through this. I don't understand why this happened, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. I know you're good. And even though this situation might not be good, I know that you can use it mm-hmm. for good. So that's kind of what we're talking about when we say keeping our focus on Jesus. Mm, so good. So good. That was some of the things that we wanted to share about kind of like... We've been processing. Yeah, that (laughs) we've been processing about where is our focus and what are we focusing on and going through. And and hopefully our stories help you to relate to things in your life that where you're able to be asking yourself, where is my focus? That is kind of where the whole point of this podcast is to get us asking that question. But we also have two other questions to help us process through here, as we always do at the end of our podcast, which are, are we focused on what we're letting go of or what we're gaining? And the last question here is, are we focused on the waves or on Jesus? Thanks for joining us, and we will talk with you next week. Bye.